Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. going thank you for uh, accessing this second episode of my podcast tell me your tales um as i said in the first introduction podcast i was hoping to have a guest on by this stage so the june july school holidays but i have i've done some work i've got some people organized and sent out some emails and got a few confirmations but i'm probably about two or three weeks off recording the first one so there's going to be a bit of a delay there for the first episode but um yeah Rome wasn't building a day I'm not not going to rush it because I really want to do it properly and bring you some good guests and stuff so um kind of taking my time with with that at the moment um so this is just a bit of an update about when the first episode is going to come out and uh what I've been doing so uh yeah I'm just going to go through a few things so life at the moment's been pretty busy not so much the last couple of days because I've been on school holidays but up to uh, the last three or four weeks have just been crazy busy. Um, work's been pretty flat chat. If anyone knows, primary school teachers at the end of term two, writing reports and we had um, Catholic Education Week and just an information night and a few little things like that that really just take their toll. Just because, I don't know, a lot of people bag out school teachers, but, um, you know, we kind of get to work at eight o'clock and you're kind of leaving at four thirty, five o'clock and then you kind of get chucked these extra job, jobs which is good it's part of the part of the uh, job I'm not complaining at all but they kind of just take away that uh, probably some of your own time and when you really want to be putting attention into some things outside of school you've really got to just get some things done and knuckle down and yeah it just felt like the last probably three weeks of term it was just one thing after the other but it was good we got the things done we uh we work together at the school I work at. We're a pretty small team, so you've kind of got to come together and just knock off jobs. And, um, yeah, we got them all finished, and it was kind of good to get around to holidays and really just taking a couple of weeks just to catch our breath and just to just to kind of recover and slow things down a bit and then go into the next term. Uh, flat chat like we usually do. Um, so, yeah, life's been pretty busy there. I've also been doing a lot of fundraising for community living and respite services, so that's an organisation in Echuca and Moama which supports people with disability. Uh, so what we're trying to do is we're trying to get enough money to build a house, well, a house and two units on a block of land in Echuca. So I've been one of the ambassadors for that and been to a few meetings and we've kind of done a few little events just trying to raise some money and raise awareness. Um, we're going to go down to Jono's Run which is Run Melbourne. We're gonna we've called it Jono's Run after a after a member of the team, Brady Johnson. Um, he came up with the idea a couple of years ago, and we had I think fifteen people go down and raise money for community living and respite. And then last year there was about 
50 people who uh, raised money. Actually, I think it was more like 35 who re- raised money at that fun run. And this year we've got 120 local people signed up and going to go down and do Run Melbourne as part of the Jono's Run team. So it's pretty awesome that so many people in, in a small community like Echuca Moama are going to down and going to do that run together and we're going to raise awareness and raise some good funds to support people with disability in our town. Uh, so yeah, that's been good. I did a couple of fundraising things. So I did a challenge which got a bit of a media ten- media attention where it was I set out to break the AFL draft camp, camp record three times uh, for 3K. So the AFL draft camp record was nine minutes and 15 seconds. And me and Steve Gray, a local triathlete, had a bit of a chat about if I could do it three times with a two and a half minute break. And um, yeah, we had a go and I smashed it pretty easy. It was kind of a 8.59 and 8.59 and maybe an 8.56, I think I finished off on. And we kind of raised about two and a half thousand dollars for that for that one kind of challenge, which is good because gone are the days where you can just get on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever and ask people to just give you money just because you're fundraising. So we it was really good to kind of come up with a challenge like this. A lot of people came down and watched. It was pretty spectator friendly. Um, it was a bit of a wet day, but we still got quite a few people there. Uh, the media got hold of it, so there was kind of stuff in the paper. Ended up having the front page of the paper the week after with a pretty cool running shot. I uh, did interviews on ABC Radio on the Friday beforehand and the Monday afterwards. So it got some really good of attention there and helped us raise a bit of money and a bit of awareness, which was good. I also put on a bit of a pie night at my house. Me and my partner Carly, we uh, invited about 30 people around, 30 school teachers from the local area, charged them 25 bucks a head and uh, we cooked up pies and soup and had a bit of a fire and put on a few beers and stuff, which was good. And um, yeah, it was really good for people just to come together for a good cause and catch up with people that you might not usually see that often. So that was good. But in saying that, busy. Like it's, um, it was pretty hectic in our kitchen trying to make 35 pies one Sunday afternoon after we've already banged out like a, I think Carly had already run a 25k long run and I'd kind of done a 33k long run. So um, yeah, pretty not much recovering going on. I don't think Mo Farah's cooking pies on a Sunday after after his long run, but uh, that's why he's an Olympic champion and I'm just a bloke from Chukamoema. So that's been good. Busy with work, busy with fundraising stuff or a great cause. I've also been busy running, of course. Um, yeah, running's kind of taken a bit of a probably backseat the last, the last month and a half. It's not that I'm slacking off or anything. The motivation's probably just been a bit low and I've just really been just ticking ticking boxes. So um, it hasn't been a lot of passion in my training lately. It's kind of, it's hard. It's the middle of, it's the middle of winter. It's cold, it's wet, it's dark. Feels like this winter's been way wetter than the winters beforehand. And um, it's been a lot of kind of driving home from work, just saying to myself, I've just got to, I've got to get this session done or I've just got to get this run done. Harden up, it's going to be over in a certain amount of period of time. few nights where I've had to abandon sessions just because they've been so, so wet. So I've been in at Fit Mob and jumping on the treadmill there and just trying to get some stuff done, which is great because, you know, running's a pretty lonely sport and by yourself out on the footpath, trying not to get hit by cars when you're going, 
going around the streets is one thing, but you can go upstairs at Fit Mob and jump on a treadmill and, yeah, there's people behind you, there's music pumping, you're in shorts and singlets and you're sweating up a storm. So it's a whole different um, different world to what happens usually when you're out on the street by yourself, which has been fantastic and I've really enjoyed that uh, that aspect of it. And I think even when I'm into my marathon block, I'm going to spend a bit of time just trying to get used to marathon pace take all the thinking out of it and just set the treadmill on that marathon pace and just get used to feeling what it feels like at that heart rate and that pace. So that's something to look forward to. And yeah, as I said, it saved me a couple of times where I'd be feeling a bit down about how am I going to get a session done. I can go in there and put the treadie on and get it going, which has been good. Um, so yeah, just not much passion for the training at the moment. As I said, my my headspace has been I've got to get this done rather than I want to get this done really well or I want to PB this session or I want to absolutely smash this session out of the park it's really been just okay just just get it done and that was probably represents the way I I, um, raced and looked at Launceston 10k so I went down there a couple of weeks ago and ran 30 minutes and 24 seconds which is exactly where I think I'm at I was on for 30 minute pace for yeah probably the first 7k and then, yeah, kind of lost seven seconds a K for the last 3K. But um, I was hanging on from a long time. So 4K out, I was kind of telling myself, you've got to hang in here, you've got to get to 5K. 5K out, it was, you know, get to 6K and then the wheels fell off a bit the last 3K. But um, given my training and given the way I've been applying myself in training, nothing special has been happening in training. And I probably, I probably didn't expect that I was going to run all that well down at Launceston but it was a good hard hit out and something that hopefully going forward to the Gold Coast Half Marathon this weekend is something that I think uh, having that race and that bit of race toughness in me will make me go well this week at Gold Coast. So just on the Gold Coast Half Marathon it's um, I think maybe the third or fourth time I've ran Gold Coast. I've had yes a a bit of success there. I think the first time I went up I ran about 67 minutes 20 and then I um Oh, hold on a second, old mate, old mate, my cat just wants to come in. Give me two seconds. Um, yeah, I think first time I went up there, I ran about 67 minutes and 20 seconds, which was about four or five years ago. Um, and I've gone up and ran 66 minutes and 50 seconds and also 66 minutes and 48 seconds. So super consistent up there. My personal best is 66.28. Um, although I was just saying all that stuff about, I don't know if I've put in that much. I've put in hard work and I've been working hard on the track and I'm not sure if I'm in PB form. I'm, I'm fully going up there this weekend thinking that I can run a personal best. Um, 66.28 was from 2013. So I've probably had six or seven attempts at trying to run a PB ever since and haven't been able to do it which has been yeah, pretty hard mentally because you put in all this work and I've probably increased the mileage and the Ks and you kind of don't get the return. So um, I'm definitely doing stuff just as good as I was in 2013 and 14 and 15. So I think I'm probably going to settle down early and try the negative split it. Don't really want to get up, get time up my sleeve at the start because every time I've seemed to do that, I've ran high 66 minutes and hit a bit of a wall. So and found myself kind of falling off the pace at 15 or 16k. So this weekend I want to settle and um, 
try to run the last 6K feeling amazing and run, you know, kick it down to be low 3-minute Ks instead of hitting a wall and running high 3.15s, 3.18s in the last 4 or 5Ks, which is going to take a bit of guts because I'm going to have to settle down. Uh, probably let some guys who I'd usually sit with in a pack or whoever I'd usually race, let them go. And, um, you know, just run my own race and focus on beating them in the last last bit. So that's this, these holidays. Uh, it's to go up in two days' time, get up there and do that. One of my best mates, uh, Crammers, he's going to race the, the full marathon, so it'd be good to go up there with him and watch that and... It's always good traveling a race with a friend. Sometimes you get stuck with, um, you know, some people you know through running and you might not have any more in common than the fact that you can both run at a certain speed. So it's good to go out with somebody who you spend a bit of time with and just makes me feel comfortable and in my comfort zone, which is really good. So, yeah, this weekend, anything quicker than 66.28 will, uh, will be a big smile on my face. That leads me to, then I'll do a 12-week marathon block, so get focused on the Berlin Marathon. So I've really got to make sure that the next 12 weeks, the whole next term at school, I'm really focused on getting the marathon work done. I won't be able to cut corners and kind of wing sessions just for the sake of getting them done. Really got to change that headspace and stuff. And that's why these holidays, I'm just trying to really switch off, do a bit of yoga, get on top of my meditation, um, just not be doing much at all, just fully recharging the batteries because I know term three, trying to hit kind of 160 to 100, kind of 80 or 90k a week, um, it's going to be pretty big. And uh, yeah, I need to be fresh and ready to go and hit that, which has been good. Uh, Carly and I have been kind of experimenting a bit with diets. So we've kind of been reading all about different diets and you know high fat low carb and all these kind of interesting things processed foods versus um fresh produce and stuff and really we're just being being students these holidays we're kind of reading stuff and watching ted talks and listening to podcasts and really trying to get our head around what the best food is that we can put in our body and that's been um been really interesting so i'll keep you posted on that in the future um before i go just oh I did have here to talk about the Berlin Marathon, which, as I said, is uh, 12 and a half weeks away. We watched the video of the, well, pretty much most of the race last night on YouTube, and it kind of scares me because it's so um, it's so exciting, and I don't want to get injured or have a stressy or miss do something that makes me, that is going to make me miss the race. So, looks so good, flat course, fast, just looked amazing. So, really looking forward to that and having a bit of a go. Um, and yeah, so hopefully the next couple of weeks, it won't be, won't be me talking. It's going to be me interviewing somebody. So keep posted to that. This is really raw. This is one take. Um, just have a bit of a chat about what's going on and yeah, go from there. So thanks for listening. And then next time, hopefully I can bring you a pretty interesting chat with someone inspiring from our local community. Talk then. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.